0: And welcome to Ethics and Etiquette, a thought-provoking discussion on everyday dilemmas. I'm your host, Marna Ashburn, here with wife, mother, and attorney Kelly Halligan-Zimmerman. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Marna. Hi, Mike. Hello, everybody. And Mike Derrick, a retired Army officer, combat vet, and father of four.
1: Good morning, everybody.
0: We're here to offer you insights and perspectives on sticky situations. Our goal is to help you scrutinize the challenging decisions in your life and exercise your own ethical muscles. We're here on Thanksgiving week, and our topic is appropriately thank you notes. Several years ago, I got a nice birthday gift of a DVD from a friend. Since we walked our dogs almost every day, I wrote her a thank you note and handed it to her. She said, what's this? And I said, It's a thank you note for the birthday gift. And she looked at me and she said, do people still write these? So tell me, is this gesture, writing a thank you note, going the way of the rotary dial phone? Are thank you notes relevant in today's society? What do you think, Mike?
1: You know, Marna, I'm coming in with a really strong yes. They are relevant. They are (laughs) important. you. (laughs) You know, and I tell you, it's, I guess, I guess we're all seeking to establish Better relationships with people around us. They could be people we're close to, people we've just met, your neighbor, like you walk the dog with. But you know that's what gives life meaning. When you write a thank you note, um, handwritten most of the time, you've clearly acknowledged whatever it was, whatever was done for you, and you've, you know, you've you've warmed somebody's heart, you've brightened their lives, you've you've let them know that hey, whatever I did did not go unnoticed, and hey, they might just do it again next time. So I really think they're an important part of life. I've had a lot of experience with thank you notes. And sometimes, I'll just share with you, sometimes the best thank you note is the unexpected thank you note. I'll give you a quick story on that one. When I was uh, in my last job in the Army, so I was pretty senior, I worked for a three-star general. Three-star generals have a lot going on. You know, they're constantly on the move. They're traveling back and forth. You know, you can barely get their attention just because they have so many things on their plate. And I worked for this guy, and he was a a, a New Englander, and I'm kind of partial to New Englanders because I married one. He didn't say a lot, and when he spoke, you listened. And the first time I did something that, you know, like I hosted an event where he was the speaker, a week later I get a handwritten thank you note from the three-star general. Now, keep in mind, I'm like four ranks junior to him. And he sends me this handwritten note, and it was written immediately after the event as he flew home on the plane. And, you know, from that point on, I just, I mean, I gave that guy the extra measure of effort in everything I did because I knew he cared. And so that's what a thank you note can do, especially one that's well-timed, well-placed, and even unexpected.
0: So it sounds like he made you feel like your efforts had been very relevant.
1: Absolutely. And Absolutely. that's a good feeling, for yeah. sure. And I learned from him. I mean, I upped my thank you note game after working with this guy. <laughs> um, you know, it's, and that's what happens in life, right? You become your better self through the power of example.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I can't remember the, the author who said this, but she said, gratitude is certainly the most underestimated emotion.
1: Yeah, yeah I'm definitely. With you. I'm with you.
0: Kelly, what do you think about thank you notes?
2: Well, I haven't had as much experience as as I should, <laughs> <laughs> meaning I haven't written as many thank you notes as I should. Um, it's something I really struggle with. Do I think they're obsolete? I don't. I, I definitely don't. I think we should express gratitude whenever opportunities present themselves. Um, gratitude is underrated and so important, as you just pointed out, Marna. I think that a gift of time and caring and in sitting down and writing that thank you note is so important and means a lot to many people, as as Mike just uh, explained in his great story. I do think you need to know your audience. Uh, I think it's really appreciated in boomers or um, folks that are a little bit older. I think for younger people, it's not as important. A verbal thank you, a quick text um, will suffice.
0: Well, we're going to talk about that a little later. I personally would like to us older folks to have a more of an influence on the younger people and get them to write more thank-you notes. In fact, when my son graduated from college a couple years ago, one of my gifts to him was a box of cards, letter-pressed with his name, to write thank-you notes. <laughs> and he, he wasn't terribly timely about them, but he did eventually write them for all the gifts he received. And I heard from many friends and family members positive comments about the nice notes that they'd received from him. So it really did make an impression.
1: Yeah, that's uh, that's neat. You know, that reminds me, Marna, of some of our kids who've graduated from college, sometimes high school, but mostly college. And, you know, a lot of friends reach out. The customary thing these days is, you know, you give that young graduate some money. And so one of our sons recently graduated, and he, he did pretty well, He pretty good haul. He brought in a lot of money, <laughs> let's put it that way, and, and he was feeling really good about himself. He's hanging out at the kitchen counter one day, and his mom looks at him and goes, so have you written your thank you notes? And he kind of grimaces and rolls his eyes and says, oh, come on, mom, and she goes and gets him the box of cards, and he goes to work, and he wrote them all. You know, it took a little, and and most of these people are our friends and relatives. So we, we did have some skin in this game. From then on, he has now made this his own habit. So it's uh, it's kind of cool Wonderful. to see that happen in a kid. Yeah, just like your son, uh, yeah. Stephen. So. I had oh, a friend whose
0: um, child graduated from high school. And, you know, they're in the habit of going to the beach after the week after they graduate from high school around here. And she laid down the law. All thank you notes must be written or no beach week. (laughs) So so they had some. (laughs) Go mom. Go mom. They had some mojo to get them done. All right. So when do you write a thank you note? I'm of the opinion that whenever you can, whenever somebody's done a kindness to you, write a thank you note. For answers to this, I got into my etiquette books. One of them is Rising to the Occasion, a Practical Companion for the Occasionally Perplexed by Edith Hazard and Wallace Pinfold and of course the ever useful Complete Idiot's Guide to Etiquette by Mary Mitchell. Also the Southern Living website had a nice list so I'm just going to kind of go over these one by one and we can comment on them. So when should you send a thank you note? The first one is when you receive a gift. No matter the occasion, you should send thank you notes after receiving gifts for a birthday, wedding, graduation, or a holiday like Christmas. If someone took the time to pick out and purchase a present for you, take the time to say thanks in return. And I would say some people say they never send thank you notes to immediate family members, but I do and I recommend it. They deserve the appreciation and gratitude too. I have an example of a very sweet thank you note that my niece sent me. I had made a scarf for her for Christmas a couple years ago and I keep my thank you notes. I love saving them and I love looking through them. So I have a box full of them in my closet. And this one says, Dear Aunt Marna, I love the scarf. It's my favorite out of all the scarves I have. Thanks so much for making it for me. I'll be sure to wear it often. With love, Jenna. This just warms my heart. <laughs> it's, it's written in pencil. It's um printed in, you know, block letters. but
1: How old is Jenna?
0: At the time, I think she was about eight. Oh,
1: that's sweet.
2: Yeah. And she included all the things you're supposed to include, right? I mean, a thank you note is a matter of personal style, but she mentioned the gift, she acknowledged your effort, and then she said how it was going to be used.
0: Well, exactly. I have this down to talk about later, but we might as well talk about it now. What are the elements of a thank you note? It's pretty simple. You acknowledge, well, you address them based on the relationship. So if it's more formal, you would say, Dear Mr. Derek... Or whatever, but if it's just a friend. Dear Mike, acknowledge what you're thanking them for. You know, thank you for the scarf. Mention how you plan to use or display the gift. And then the end of the note is a chance to add more personal elements and warm words about the gift or the giver. Close the letter with that. It's pretty simple. Four lines. Sounds
2: so easy, but it's tough <laughs> to sit down and do. Really? I, I, yeah, I struggle with it. I mean, Really? I'll be the first one to admit it. Yeah, it's. I am... I'm bad at it. And I'm I'm good at picking up the phone and saying thank you and, and, and expressing gratitude in that way. But uh, boy, sitting down and writing that note, it's just hard for me. And I think it's critical, like, you know, an email just isn't the same. I mean, that handwritten note really distinguishes you.
0: A handwritten note is really something special, especially mm-hmm. these days when I don't ever get personal mail anymore. I get grocery store circulars and Things from my insurance company and commercial mail. I don't get much personal mail at all these days. So when I do, it's really something special. Absolutely. I'm the same way. Yeah, I think we're all the same way. (laughs) All right. So thank you notes when you receive a gift. Second one is when you've had dinner at somebody's house or after a dinner party. Hosting a dinner party takes lots of planning, preparation, and effort, and sending a thank you note is a nice reminder that the dinner party was fun, and you appreciate their hosting and planning skills. These days, I don't know if, like, the generation my kids' age actually do dinner parties, but you certainly do cookouts and more informal things like that, so it would certainly be appropriate to send a thank you note after that. When someone hosts an event in your honor, such as a baby shower, bridal luncheon, birthday party or even a welcome to the neighborhood barbecue. Celebrate the hardworking hosts who celebrated you with an appreciative note. The fourth one is when you are a house guest or when you've been a house guest, write a thank you note after you leave. Drop them a line and tell them how much you enjoyed their company and your stay. In fact, I have a nice thank you note from a friend of mine who stayed with me for the weekend when I lived in Savannah. She was going to a... um, Job fair downtown Savannah, and she wrote, Thank you so much for allowing me to stay with you last week in Savannah. I had a great time visiting with you and enjoying much more of Savannah than if I stayed in a hotel. Thanks so much for your hospitality, and please look me up if your travels take you to Washington, D.C. Nice.
1: Yeah, that's really sweet. You know, that goes to what I was talking about earlier, where these Thank you notes, uh, they're really a tool to connect people. And you got to look at sometimes, I think, whether or not you write a thank you note depends on the relationship. If you want to cultivate and curate a relationship, yeah, you should be writing thank you notes.
0: Now, Mike, you mentioned that a lot, cultivating relationships. I get the impression that's important to you.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think part of it is that now I'm not actively working or at least I'm not working uh for somebody else and I have a little time to reflect on what my life is and what my life means and who I wanna spend time with. And so I I'm kinda like Kelly, I do have a hard time sitting down and actually starting the note. But once I get on a roll, you know, I can I can knock out some good notes and I just keep telling myself, You gotta do that more, you gotta do that more because there's so many people who, you know, I feel strongly about.
0: Yeah. And I would argue that it's it does as much for you as it does for them. I just feel guilty.
1: Oh, come show, on. Kelly. I didn't mean making, to throw you under the bus. That
2: was making me feel bad. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to make you
1: feel better. You know? I have trouble too, I just, okay? I
2: can't get these damn thank you notes done.
1: <laughs> Come <me>. on, Kelly. <laughs> shared struggle, shared struggle, Kelly. It's what mm-hmm. makes us stronger.
0: Well, here's one you could probably talk to us about, Kelly. Writing a thank you note after a job interview?
2: Yeah, I mean, definitely, um, you know, there's kind of two aspects to it. One is you do want to send the email because in this technology-driven, electronic world, you want to get something right out to them, right? right, and express your appreciation. However, you definitely want to follow up with something in writing because you want to distinguish yourself you want to stand out and separate yourself from the other applicants. And doing something in writing with that personal touch, I think, really, really does so. And and I would strongly encourage people, even though I'm kind of making fun of myself, I think in a, in a business setting, it's really important to do and could make the difference between getting the job and not getting the job.
0: Yeah, I agree. I remember a scenario where somebody had come for a job interview and wrote a thank you note to the to the people, like even the admins who had helped her out and were so kind to her. And whoever got the, e- e- the note put it in her file. And somebody later was looking through the file and found the thank you note and decided it was a discriminator, you know, on the basis of this person's act of writing a thank you note, that they would be a good fit for the company. And she was the one who was hired.
2: Yeah, that's a great story. So you just never know. No, I can totally see that oh. happening. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: And you did mention this, Kelly. Let me just reinforce it. This is one time would be okay to send an email thank you note because it's kind of time time sensitive.
2: Yeah, I would do both. You know, I would send that email when you get home after the interview, or certainly within 24 hours, and then get that thank you in the mail within the you know a day or two and hope
0: you hear back. Right. One of the elements of a thank you note is um, considering the relationship in the salutation. So- with a job interview, of course, you would probably still be on a Mr. and Mrs. type basis, so don't be too familiar. And yeah,
2: that's, that's very important. And, and there's all sorts of you know, business etiquette. That's a whole different...
0: That's another show. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Or two. There we go. <laughs> and here's another one, which is really timely, since a lot of the kids are filling out their college applications. After someone writes a letter of recommendation for you or helped you with uh, application process of some sort... Thank you note is a good way to acknowledge your appreciation for their effort and support.
2: Absolutely. It's a lot of work. A lot of mm-hmm. work to do, a lot of recommendation.
0: Yeah. Number seven, after receiving condolence notes or gifts. Now this was an insight to me. Of course it's important to send a note to everyone who gives flowers, donations, or notes. This was the interesting part. It's perfectly acceptable for a close friend or relative to write the notes during this difficult time. Uh, You know that makes sense but I I never thought about that but that would be fine.
2: I'm just I'm not sure about this one. I mean somebody sends you a sympathy card and you're supposed to send them a thank
0: you? Well it doesn't say sympathy card. It says flowers, donations, well, it does say notes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just, I get the flowers and donations, but if somebody sends you a note, I don't think you need to send them a note back. I mean, especially if you've suffered a loss. That just seems like overkill.
1: Yeah, I'm with Kelly on this one. It's like almost sending a thank you note for the thank you note.
2: Yeah, that's ex- <laughs> Mike, that's exactly what I was thinking. I mean, yeah. it's just too much. And, yeah. and, the, and the, the person is suffering. I mean, if I thought somebody had to send a thank you note, I wouldn't even send them a note of condolence because I'm putting more on them than they need.
1: Yeah, that's right.
2: Like, And as far as I'm concerned, yeah. don't send me a note of condolence because I do not want to write you a thank you note. I'd okay. rather you I just will, send me I a will text. I will file
1: that one away, Kelly. <laughs>
2: yeah. okay. Don't make me okay. put it on my list, right. my to-do list, because it just makes me feel bad.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree with you guys about the cards and notes.
1: Yeah, I'm putting that in the Kelly file right now, yeah. so I know for future mm-hmm. reference.
0: So, you said thank writing you. a thank you note for a thank you note. One of the things I wanted to add is do you have to send a thank you note for a hostess gift?
1: I'm coming in with a strong no on that one. Because, um, I mean, then life just gets much too complicated.
0: It gets pretty and, derivative. Yeah.
2: Now, now yeah, you can't. You host.
1: know, so. If it's a major event and you bring a hostess gift, I mean, if you go to dinner at someone's home, we've already talked about dinner parties, and you have a lovely, lovely evening, and they did all the cooking, and they prepared everything, and you bring a bottle of wine as a, as a hostess gift, heck no, you don't need to, they don't need to send you a thank you note.
2: Yeah, no way, because otherwise you can't even host any dinner parties because you have to
0: write thank you notes. <laughs> I agree with you there. No thank you notes for hostess gifts. Okay, but here's another one, number eight, after someone does you a favor. For example, a thank you note after an act of kindness or generosity, such as somebody watching your dog or watering your plants. One time my sisters came and helped me pack up the house after we sold it. And so I sent them both thank you notes. Another time, a couple of years ago, I had some pretty intricate surgery and I gave the surgeon after it was all done, I was getting ready to be discharged. I gave him a thank you note with a gift certificate for Dunkin' Donuts because <laughs> he loved Dunkin' Donuts coffee. And he said, what's this? And he said, can I open it now? And I said, yeah. And it was just a simple thank you note. But he was so touched that he almost teared up over the thank you note. And my sister said, who's a doctor, she said, I promise you, he put that thank you note in a very thin file of thank you notes.
1: Wow, that's a great story. That's a really good one. That is. So yeah, I'm, I'm falling down on that one. Marla. Yeah, that was... I mean, I'm not, I'm <laughs> not Jeez, playing at your level. I've never done that, Marna.
0: <laughs> yeah. never I am not
1: that. playing at your level, Marna. <laughs>
0: the human Mar- touch. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to be so much better at thank you notes after this podcast.
0: Oh.
2: Yeah, I mean, Marna, you're, you're well, stellar.
0: I have really tried in the last couple of years to cultivate gratitude. And one of the ways I do it is to write thank you notes. Whenever I have the chance, I have a box of all kinds of different thank you notes. I find them at stores and keep them on hand and write them a couple years ago somebody wrote a book about writing a thank you note a day wow he wrote a book about that
2: (laughs) wow now that's
0: that's pretty big league i'm not in that that league that
2: is um this is just really making me feel inadequate but
1: kelly kelly we are (laughs) going to see we're going to help you through this kelly Um, we can take this offline if you like but you know There are hey, resources guys. available for
2: people like you. That's right. I, I need those. And I can't. I don't have time to do the podcast anymore because <laughs> I need to make some progress on my thank you note know list. <laughs> you got a backlog? <laughs>
0: I, I definitely uh, do I, have a backlog. All right. Well, here's another one. It's going to give you more backlog. After kindness is shown during a major life change, such as a divorce, graduation, sickness, wedding, or promotion, writing thank you notes recognizes their support and is a therapeutic way to acknowledge the encouragement from others. Okay. So yeah, I well, yeah. I think it's
1: good. I, again, I, you got to go to the context. And, you know, what was the event? Who is the person that helped you? What did they do? What's your relationship with them? But I think that's yeah. great.
0: Mm-hmm. And number 10, whenever you just feel like saying thanks, it doesn't have to be a special occasion. Sometimes you simply feel like saying thanks and letting someone know that you appreciate them.
2: Just send a quick text. It's easier. <laughs> if that If that feeling strikes you. Just pick up the phone and type out a few words. Done. Now, I don't know about Kelly, that, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly's got
1: a point. The phone call is is really good. I'm I'm not such a big fan of the text or email because that just sort of drops into the digital darkness. But the phone, the phone's a powerful tool. And that phone call can, can make a huge difference for someone. No, so. that's true.
2: That's a good point. I know, like, my mom lives alone and, you know, and is, is not young. And, and she really loves it when when we give her a call and check in and even if it's just 5 minutes she really thoroughly enjoys it and so do i i think you stumbled what have i stumbled sort of sounds a... like me <laughs> keep going mike
1: <laughs> this could be your bridge strategy towards more and better thank you notes you just sort of warm up with phone calls kind of right, exercise yeah. those gratitude muscles which we mm-hmm. all know you have and just work your way into it you know slow incremental change sure very powerful. Very powerful.
2: It is powerful. Sort of like therapy. I, I get it. Yeah, I'll give it a try. <laughs>
0: thank you. Thanks for the advice. All right. Yeah. So that covers when do you write a thank you note? We sort of touched on this too. What form should the thank you note take? Is text or email okay? Well, you know how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean,
2: there, I Kelly. yeah, <laughs> I agree. Um, it does have to do with your audience for sure, but. I think it's great to just shoot something out real quick. You can get a a text out to thank somebody for lunch or having you over or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And you can always follow with that written note, but at least it covers you in case you struggle to get that written note done.
1: I think that's good. And just throw a phone call in there too, Kelly. Phone Um, call. Yeah. Yeah. No, just kidding. I I want to share a little story. I think you both know I ran for political office a couple years ago. And so thank you notes were a really big part of this. You know, a lot of people contribute to the campaign. And I I found myself often in this unusual position of arguing with my 20-something staff because, you know, they had their priorities and it was all about digital. It was all about media. It was all about raising money. I felt pretty strongly that, you know, especially where we live here is a a pretty rural, quiet part of our country. There are a lot of people who cared deeply about my campaign and, you know, they'd send me twenty bucks. And my campaign manager would look at me and go, Mike, are you nuts? You're gonna write a handwritten note to this person for twenty bucks? And I'd go, I sure am. Because again, context and, you know, that may have been a very significant contribution for that person. And To kind of close that loop, I would then run into these people down the line, and they certainly didn't expect a thank you note for a small contribution, but when I sent them one, even if it had my inked signature at the bottom of a page, they were really, really touched. You know, and then you'd later see those people helping you out at the end of the campaign, making phone calls, knocking on doors. Doing that kind of thing, so for me, it was a very positive experience. It just sort of underlined the importance of, of this whole. thing.
2: Can you imagine if Bernie Sanders did that?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he there would is have a no point. time to I do. I mean, anything. there's yeah.
0: there's an economies right. of scale. Yeah, right, it's,
1: right. I mean, it, that's a, an entirely different level of enterprise. If somebody drops uh, tens of thousands of dollars into his political pack, although Bernie doesn't have packs, does he? I'm sorry, am I getting political? Um, <laughs> so he does. He does write a thank you note.
0: Kelly, you say you're behind on thank you notes or whatever. I just keep it really easy for myself by keeping thank you notes on hand, a couple boxes worth, and stamps. That's not the issue, Marna.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got those. It's really just sitting down and taking the time to do it. And I think there's the saying, don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. And, and I think yeah. that's my, my issue. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's for another day. But it's hard like, to just sit down and, and write it. But it, it's one of those things, once you start, you're fine.
0: Yeah, four lines. That's all you need.
2: Okay, four, four lines. lines. Hey, here's a question for it. you.
0: Say, you know, you're busy, life gets in the way, and you forget to send a thank you note for something, for a gift or for a dinner, or a kindness or something. Is it ever too late to send a thank you note?
2: Okay, I got a good story on this one and a really recent one. And so my answer is no, absolutely not. First, because of the way I operate. <laughs> Sometimes it's six months, a year, and I'm sending that thank you note and the person has even forgotten about it. But my cousin James just had the cutest story this past week. He is almost 14, he's in eighth grade and he came home from a... Uh, a tough junior high basketball loss, and he had received a letter, a thank you letter from an author. He wrote Jeff Kinney, who I think we all know from Diary of, of a Wimpy Kid and and that whole series, and you know movies, etc. And James had written him when James was eight years old. It was on his summer bucket list, and he had written a long note about the author series and how much he loved it and Jeff Kinney wrote him back and he just received the thank you note here in 2019 and he's almost 14.
0: Did he just pass out with excitement? Yes he was so touched
2: (laughs) and it was so personal and and so kind and my cousin Devin his mom you know wrote this beautiful note and said james might have moved on from the series years ago but the smile on his face spoke volumes i saw that yeah she said i saw that little third grader again if only for a minute
1: Mm. and even lovely
2: yeah and even kinney in his thank you note acknowledged that i'm sure you've moved on from the diary of a wimpy kid books (laughs) but i hope you know how much i appreciate your kindness your friend jeff kinney Wow. So I thought that was so great. and What a heartwarming
0: you know, story.
1: That yeah. is wonderful.
2: So it's never too late. Never that, too late.
1: That should fire yeah. you up, Kelly. I
2: mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about it. Good. I'm going to do something.
0: Mike, do you agree that it's never too late?
1: I do. I do. Especially, again, certain circumstances. There, there isn't a statute of limitations on the thank you note. I'll put it that way.
0: That's a very concise way to put it and to end our discussion on thank you notes, unless either one of you has anything else you want to add. I personally hope that thank you notes are not obsolete. I have a personal preference for the handwritten thank you note, but that's just me. In any case, a phone call or an email is certainly better than nothing. We will be right back with some listener email. Welcome back to Ethics and Etiquette. We have some listener email to discuss this week. This one is from Grace. She writes My three friends in their mid 20s went to a Billy Joel concert last week. They were standing and dancing at the concert when the people behind them in their section told them to sit down because they couldn't see. My friend said the age demographic at the concert was maybe 20 to 30 years older than them, but many people of all ages around the venue were standing and dancing. They tried to be accommodating and said they were really enjoying standing and dancing, but the people started yelling at them and proceeded to kick my friend's chairs even when my friends sat down. What are your thoughts on good concert behavior? Kelly, do you want to take this one on?
2: Sure. Well, yelling and kicking people's chairs (laughs) is not good concert behavior. Oh, for sure. (laughs) I'll I'll start there. But I I think when you buy tickets to a concert or a big sporting event, people standing is part of the experience. And if that's going to bother you, then don't go. Yeah. You know, I love the Philadelphia Eagles, and I try to get to a game every year. And people are standing throughout the game. Standing, screaming, all sorts of stuff's going on, and that's part of the experience. I like to go to the Phillies as well, and same thing. The only thing that I think is off-limits is using an umbrella <laughs> and blocking somebody's view. But right. if you go to a concert, you better believe people are going to be standing in the aisles and dancing and enjoying themselves. And, and this kind of behavior is why boomers get a bad name. You know we're starting to hear that thanks boomer yeah that kind of silly behavior you know it really made me think and, and also you've paid for your seat right and you've paid for that space you know and as long as you're not doing anything illegal I mean what the heck you know I went ahead and kind of googled online and very quickly an article came up from Rolling Stone several years old but it was the ten most annoying concert behaviors And guess what one of them was? I mean, there were a bunch of them, and they were funny. I mean, obviously, there were a bunch of them. There were 10. (laughs) What's number one? Sorry. Well, number one is taking pictures the entire freaking show. (laughs) You know, people, like, aren't even paying attention. They're busy taking pictures, texting their friends, checking email, Facebook, Twitter, you know, yelling out requests, incessantly talking to your friends. There's a bunch of them. But the last one is yelling sit down at people who are standing up. That's Mm. one of the 10 most annoying behaviors. I mean, it's funny. The first sentence is, this is a real problem at theater and arena shows that attract fans over the age of, say, 40. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know, and it goes on, and it really reflects poorly upon our generation, I think. So if you want to be grumpy and cranky and yell at people and kick their chairs, stay home.
0: Okay. Mike?
1: Yeah, I'm totally on board with Kelly. I mean, (laughs) if you want to listen to Billy Joel in High Fidelity, put on your headphones. and sit in a quiet, darkened room and and listen to him. You know, his concerts, by the way, Billy Joel was the very first rock concert I went to in Montreal, Canada in 1977. Think about that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, your example really struck a chord. And did you you dance?
0: Did you stand up and dance at the concert? You know, I don't.
1: I don't know if I did. I probably was, you know, I, I was a very shy, skinny high school kid. I probably wouldn't, was not dancing, is my guess. But I totally agree with Kelly. I think if you want to sit and listen carefully, go to a chamber music concert.
2: Yeah. Go see the orchestra. Yeah. Go right. to a musical or something. I mean, for heaven's sakes. And that's the beauty of somebody like Billy Joel or Elton John is they attract all these different generations. And I think it's so great that teens and young people in their 20s love Billy Joel. You know, let them come and enjoy and have fun. And you know that's what it's all about.
0: Yeah, I just went to a concert a couple weeks ago, my first in a long, long time, Miranda Lambert. And it was at the UVA Arena. And as we walked in, my friend said, I said, I hope we have good seats. And she said, well, people might be standing up the whole concert. You never know. And when she said that, I kind of went, Oh yeah, that is what happens, isn't it? You have to kind of expect that at a concert. However, we were in the cheap seats way up on the side of the arena, so our view wasn't obstructed. The person in the row in front of us could be standing up and didn't obstruct our view and they did stand up and dance. So if you don't want your view obstructed then I suggest you don't get a seat on the floor. Get seats on the side where you're on an incline and you can still see. I mean if that's part of your concert experience because you really you really have to expect that people will stand up and dance during concert.
2: That's a great point. You can buy tickets that'll address the issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, certainly.
0: And I want to say that the people who are complaining probably did stand up and dance 20 or 30 years ago in a concert.
1: Ah, okay. (laughs) Another
0: good point. (laughs) All right, we appreciate that email, Grace. If you have something on your mind, please let us know. You can leave us an email or a voicemail. You can do both on our website, www.ethicsandetiquette.com What about you? Do you have any thoughts on the convention of thank you notes? Please send us an email or voicemail about that as well. On behalf of Kelly and Mike, I want to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving. Definitely. Happy Thanksgiving,
2: everybody.
1: Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. And I just want to say you know, Marna, we started with thank you notes but not only do I want to write better thank you notes, but I just want to keep dancing. <laughs>
0: Sounds good. Sounds good.